Renovation Made Right podcast is partnering with our friends at Renify. We know that planning a renovation is stressful enough, so let the experts take care of the financing. Renify's innovative loan options allow you to borrow more money and create a home that you love today. I'm David Bryan. And I'm Brenda Bryan. This is Renovation Made Right. If you're considering a remodeling project now or sometime in the future, Renovation Made Right is your single source to help guide you through getting the project you want and an experience that you'll enjoy. Renovation Made Right tackles topics that range from how to select the right project and contractor to tips on surviving the remodeling process to best practices for kitchen and bath design. We have over 30 years of experience in the industry and are owners of the well-established design-build remodeling company Black Dog Builders in Salem and Nashua, New Hampshire. We're sitting down with industry professionals to tap into their experiences and insights so we can equip you with the tools you need to make your own project a success. Welcome back. This is another episode of Renovation Made Right. Woo! Woo! I am Brenda Bryan. I am David Bryan. And we are excited to be here with you today. You darn tootin' we are. <laughs> and we howdly doodly. <laughs> neighborly neighbor. <laughs> um, so we are I just gotta point that out that my my and if we haven't said this before, that my daughters both talk about Dave in that way. That he is like Can we not Ned talk Flanders. about the household like issues that no, we I just I, have to I just through? think it's funny because you know sometimes you are just such a Boy Scout and, and our daughters are like howdly doodly neighborly neighbor. <laughs> so that's 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 who I'm married to. Yeah, well sorry about no, that. No, 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 no. It's all good. It's all good. They don't appreciate the fact that I put food on the table for their whole life, except that <laughs> in college. This howdly doodly I, neighborly neighbors. I think little... they do appreciate it. All right. Um, now. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. So we want to talk about sort of a, a timely topic right now. And um, it's interesting, right? There's obviously there's no way to have avoided the last two years we've dealt with. So right now we're in March of 2022. This show is being recorded. And uh, we are we're in COVID in varying stages and overwhelmingly sick of it. And uh, and you look at the news and it's 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 changing throughout the, the world. And, you know, some places are calming down. Some places are speeding up. I know China is like having a big issue right, right now. Right, right. Yeah. But um, there's no doubt that it's had a meaningful impact on home renovation mm-hmm. um, and on, ho- on, on the home sort of as a concept mm-hmm. in general, right? And so we get, uh, you know, we get all of the trade magazines and we are always trying to keep ourselves, uh, you know, on top of, of trends and on top of what's activity, what activity is going on. And so, Brenda, you had a topic that I think you wanted to share that was that effectively is being meaningfully impacted mm-hmm. by COVID, mm-hmm. right? So, so I, I just saw a headline in one of the trade magazines a couple of months ago and it was, are, is the open concept dead? Right. Um, and so open concept uh, renovation, which has been sort of the rage for like the last 20 years, Quite some time. something like that, which is basically take down every wall in your home. You want completely open spaces, um, no separation between spaces, you know, easy flow, um, great for entertaining, all that kind of stuff. Now, all these people that have all these open concept homes, it's terrific. And now there's four people stuck in the house, two kids, you know, on the computers, the parents both working from home and everybody's like, ah, (laughs) I want to be away from you people. Like I I contrast that with the shows that we watched growing up, right? So Brendan and I in our mid fifties. And so we watched, you know, sort of all the shows like the the Leave it to Beaver and that, you know, all that. And, And those houses were all very compartmentalized, right? The kitchen was not 
a, a central place of activity, right? right? The kitchen was a place where foods got prepared and you walk through the door in your beautiful dress with your apron on to place your amazing meal on the table for your loving family, right? right? At least that's how it played out on TV, right? That stuff is not happening today, Mm -hmm. right? And and so this open concept thing uh, was, I think, a natural evolution of maybe a more casual style of living and a desire to bring the family together more, Mm -hmm. right? And be more connected, Mm -hmm. right? Which for a long time, I think, is something that felt pretty good to people. Right. Fast forward. Well, yeah, and that's sort of the the end of of homemakers, right? Like this is this is your your primary spot, and so you can keep those things separate. And and um, so now, when when everybody's pitching in, in terms of, or you hope everybody's pitching in, in terms of how the house is cared for and how you prepare meals and all that stuff, you have multiple people working in the space where it used to be just the mom, um, or if you were lucky, just the housekeeper. Which <laughs> is like that doesn't exist for hardly anybody anymore. Right. So. Um, so yeah, so now we have all these open spaces, and then what do we do, right? Now, right. Uh, how, how do we deal with the fact that we need to have private spaces again? And is that something that's going to continue to be a problem? Like, like are, are people going to continue to want that lo- long after Well, um, so this, Yeah, this so, so here's, I, I've, we've got some theories, and I know you've been reading about this, so I'd love to hear what you've been reading, but my, my perspective on or that is on that is the observation so COVID's going to get behind us mm-hmm. at some point in time right um, in our local town uh, they just took masks off the kids going to high school right mm-hmm. and so that's that's a big milestone right um, but uh, there is still an overwhelming desire among professionals now to not put five days a week in physically at the office Very commuting right, right? yep um, and I, that has been one thing I think that that a lot of people have said, you know, those people who were commuting before, that working from home, um, in some cases they've missed the camaraderie of people, but they but they haven't missed the commute. Right, you right. Know? So I think we're going to see, and this is obviously sort of like, you really probably need a futurist to mm-hmm. figure this out on a more meaningful basis. But um, Is that the, like a job title? Can sure. You like apply for that? Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and so you really need somebody, I think, who's got a better insight, but... For the moment, I still see people, uh, you know, companies are now beginning to call people, like, quote, unquote, call people back. Mm-hmm. Some, some companies are losing people over that, mm-hmm. right? Um, and Or they're, or they're, or they're saying, modifying. you know, they're modifying and saying, you know, two days, three days in the office, right. and then you can do two um, remotely, right. which I think is going to be, you know, it's going to continue. I suppose the upside for companies is that, you know, if you lease large spaces and everybody has an office, if you are sharing, if you can do... Um, office sharing with people, you only need half the lease space. So there's tremendous cost to be saved. Um, I'm, I'm kind of curious what's going to happen to the commercial real estate market. Um, well, it's interesting because I actually have friends with a couple of commercial guys and they uh, there's still uh, space being leased. There are people releasing spaces and, and it's mm-hmm. not, uh, you know, I think that's rebounding. But, the, but regardless though, um, I still think some, there's been some fundamental shifts uh, and uh, and people are looking at their homes differently now. Mm-hmm. People are looking at their homes more almost as a uh, refuge, mm-hmm. right? A safe place to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's making people think differently. Now, do we have short memories or do we have long memories? I don't really know. As as, as this kind of goes away, are people going to regret the fact that they put walls back up and that now when they entertain, 
it's not going to be as comfortable. Or they, when they have, you know, when their kids begin to have friends come over again, even simple stuff like that, like mm-hmm. having friends come over mm-hmm. or having a sleepover or whatever, you know, it's it's meaningfully changed the dynamics of the way we live. Um, so there's this this thought as the open concept dead. What do you think? Well. Obviously, I, I don't think the open concept is dead. I think it's the open concept needs to be modified. And I think people need to think about having... It, we have done a tremendous amount of basement renovations. Um, and, and people saying, okay, I do need an office space, but it doesn't have to be in the, the primary space of my home. I, you know, right. I just want to finish right. my basement. I want to have an extra, like a guest bedroom down there and an office and a workout space. And we've seen a tremendous amount of that, just sort of like carving out space that wasn't very well utilized before. Um, to do those things so that people have some place to be and and not necessarily mess up what they feel is the vibe of the rest of their yeah, house. almost like an alternate space to be right 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 exactly so I, okay. I still think we're gonna I, I, I think the design is going to change maybe it won't be like these super incredibly open spaces but but less so but definitely a, a separate office is going to come in as, as a very important part of most houses um, I think there's probably got to be a lot of houses that, you know, would have been sold in the past as a four-bedroom house, but now will be sold as like a three-bedroom with a, like a professional office space kind right. of thing, like right. marketed that way. But I know that the, 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 even that concept is a struggle because there's a perception of value based on bedroom count, mm. right? And and that's a problem. You know, I think it'll take time for our, uh, our marketplace and even the way realtors um, market and manage perception with bedroom count because well i think most offices can still be counted as a bedroom as long as it has a closet my my point is that um how it's how it's marketed to the bank and how it's marketed to the consumer yep that's a good point two different things yep that's a good point like so if you're selling your home and one of the bedrooms has been has been transferred into an office and can be seen that way um then that i think is going to be a big selling feature going forward yep even though as far as the bank is concerned it still counts as a fourth bedroom yeah, no, and I, I think that makes sense. And I think we're, you know, it's interesting because I, I I can think of a several customer, several clients that we have right now, um, where the where the demand or the need is actually not for one home office, but for two, two, right? right? Which right. actually creates even a little more complexity. And mm-hmm. uh, there's one couple that that uh, one of our designers is working with right now, and they both work from home. They have both been. Uh, using spare bedrooms on the second floor, mm-hmm. um, and that's not actually worked that well for them because they're too close to each other. They can, oh, they can hear, they each can other. still yeah. hear each other zooming, right? Yeah. And uh, uh, you know, and that's a whole other thing. I, you know, right? Like sound deadening. How yep. do you deal with that? Yeah, and how to how to be able to be in a place where whatever conference is happening for your spouse is not happening for you, right? right? Um, and uh, and that and that brings in some of the nuances that people don't necessarily think about as much sound attenuation uh, at relative to you know open concept is a problem. It's a big problem. Mm-hmm. And even sound attenuation as you start putting up walls is something you need to think about and how you how you manage controlling that. Right. Okay. We would like to take a moment to thank our sponsors over at Renify. Yes, we would. In fact, uh, we're, we're very appreciative to have Renify on board. Um, and one of the things that Renify offers uh, that's unique and I think especially timely, especially if you're a new home buyer, is that they allow you to actually borrow money on the equity that you're going to be creating in the project you build. So if like today, 
it's a crazy market in the real estate and prices have, have risen and risen. So if you're an existing home buyer and you've been in your home for five years, you probably have some equity, mm-hmm. right? So it's not that big of a deal. If you're a new home buyer and you've moved to the home that you're happy with, but you still want to do a project, it's hard to get equity, right? Because you probably have already borrowed right up to your right loan equity, your right? Yep. In this scenario, let's say it's time to add a room addition. If you're going to add a room addition, Renify, their structure will actually let you not only borrow based on whatever equity you have in the house, but whatever future equity you're going to have in the project right. you select. Based on the renovations. Exactly. Right. So yep. Renify is a, a great program and it is. Uh, it's free to use, and we encourage you to look up Renify online at Renify.com. Renify is not a lender. Rather, they've partnered with lenders that leverage Renify's technology to seamlessly provide Renify loans. Renify loans may not be available in your state. For a complete list of licensed states, please visit Renify.com forward slash notices forward slash licenses. Renify is licensed as a mortgage broker, and its NMLS ID number is 1802847. Okay. So just in talking about open concept, a lot of people think, okay, when I have the party, I want to be able to fit 100 people in here. <laughs> and right? how, many, how many times does that happen? Right. Exactly. And then people don't throw parties, right. right? You know, or they throw them once a year. And so, you know, when, when we're thinking about how we design for places to look honestly at yourselves and not think like, oh, I'm going to have a party once a month, which we all know is not going to happen. Um, if you do it once a year, is it better to plan your home around the party that you're going to have once a year, if that, or is it better to rent out a space, right? right? Or like have all your friends meet at a bar, right? Um, if, if that's, uh, if that's the way you want to think about it and then do things that are just more appropriate for your per, for your family in your right. home. Right. And so, yeah, so I think, I think you need to think about it. I, I still, I personally still value being able to be in spaces that connect us with our children, right? Mm-hmm. Some, you know, a couple of our kids are older out of the house, but I'll tell you what, when they come to visit, I want to be with them. Mm-hmm. I want all of us to be together. It actually, it, it warms my heart and fills me up when, mm-hmm. I, when I see our four kids hanging out together and laughing and joking and stuff. And I wanna have, I wanna have space in our home. I don't care about uh, COVID-related constraints. I wanna have space in my home where we could have movie night and make that all happen together, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think people need to consider, all right, what's the utilitarian requirement, i.e. an office that is actually private enough where you can conduct Zoom calls mm-hmm. properly? Uh, or, you know, like, like buffer that against what is it that makes your house feel enjoyable and good to you, right? And, and how, how do you pull that together? How do, you, how do you pull together what sometimes could feel like two opposing uh, perspectives? Right. right, right. It is a challenge. Yep. It is definitely a challenge. I think, um, like I said, if, if you have basement space, that's kind of easy to do because you don't have to move too much stuff. Right. And also thinking about, like, a lot of people are like, ah, I don't use my, my formal living room at all. I never use it. Um, but I have a family room that's open to the kitchen and I use that all the time. So maybe the thought is, you know, doing a really good sound deadening in your fam in your what is what has been your living room. Um, maybe create two offices out of it. Maybe you know, do something that makes sense for you now that's not too hard to undo for somebody else in the future. Right. Um because there's an awful lot of homes with formal living rooms that aren't being used. I think there's, yeah, and I've there's seen, a lot of opportunity there. Yeah, and, and over the course of this pandemic, I've seen those conversions, mm-hmm. and they've worked just fine. And sometimes mm-hmm. the conversions can be done relatively low tech, mm-hmm. right? And and 
and not too hard to undo, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I think that's a good way for people to consider attacking it and uh, and making the space more usable. But I, I would caution uh, owners, I would caution homeowners um, to uh, being too quick to respond too severely mm-hmm. um, to where we are because I, I think while, yes, the pandemic has reshaped the way we look at a lot of stuff, as the pandemic leaves us, uh, things will start to normalize. And maybe the new normal is different than it was before. Well, you asked about, you know, how long our memories are. And that's a very interesting thought process because because not, not our parents, but our grandparents were children of the Depression. Yes, yes. And it did shape the way they made decisions over their whole lives. True. True, true. You know, which is very interesting, you know, very frugal, very, yeah. don't throw that out, right. right? Like, we could reuse that. Right. <laughs> There's a lot of right. that. Um, right. And a lot of Yankee yards built on that that whole concept of, like, right. it, nothing gets thrown out ever. I used to do a lot of carpentry work with your stepfather, mm. who was a, a child of... Oh, a, my God, he was, a, he was like, his safe string, right. right? Like, don't throw that rubber band out. Right. We could use that. And, and if, if there was a scrap of wood that we were doing carpentry together, and the mm. scrap of wood that was more than six inches, and I'm ready to pitch it, he would be like, what? No, we could use that. Right. Yeah. Which just meant that he had a ton of six-inch scraps that never got used. Right. But still, that's the, that was his view of the world, right? <laughs> and you're right. So it, it held on to you know it held yeah. on to that for a while. Exactly. So I'm just wondering, you know, like the people that now now granted, COVID. I'm I'm hoping we're not living with this level of like just insanity um, as long as the depression was, which was you know there was like ten it was more than ten years of that. So that really is sort of shaping as opposed to two years where it's just you know right. A hassle and you can move on so right. but it will it will be interesting to see like you know like you said when we hire a futurist here at black dog they can tell us what to expect <laughs> there you go so so i think any other takeaways that you think like from the stuff that you've read or from things that you know that is this the death of the open concept or what you know that you feel like listeners could benefit from yeah, I, you know, a lot of a lot of them were talking about, you know, the, the negative, obviously, of taking down interior walls is that there's a lot of rework that needs to happen, electrical, you know, all that kind of stuff. One of the beauties of the of technology that we're dealing with right now is that there's no the there's so much less wiring than there used to be. Right. You know, I mean, obviously electrical, but um, but just like we used to wire up speakers, right? Like right. from room to room, we still have. Um, Junction boxes for speakers right. in our in our home, and uh, it, there's so much of le- less of that that has to happen because everything is wireless, which is nice. Um, so so some of those headaches disappear. But um, yeah, I, I I I don't see it going away. I don't see it going away. I don't think I don't think the open concept is dead at all. Right. I, I think agree. I think we're a very relaxed um, society, and I think we're going to continue to like interact with our families and interact with our community and and our friends in that way, where it's just very um, uh, informal. And I think that's appropriate. But I do think we need to figure out ways to carve out space where we can, you know, have an office, have have a space alone. You know, if if we can't continue going in this direction, where schools instead of having snow days have online days you know because now this technology is open Mm. to them they don't necessarily have to close down if they're you know if uh, everybody has to stay home because of snow so you're 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 crushing millions of children right now who who live for uh, the snow day yeah the snow day could become a thing of the past right yeah uh, which but, is good. but see, the beauty part is you get out earlier for the summer. So yeah, you, 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 can't, look you can't that sell way. that to a kid who's looking at, at the forecast saying, yes, snow day. Snow day. Yeah, hop yeah. on your computer, pal. Right. Uh, <laughs> all right. So 
So you've heard it first here, folks. We are uh, prognosticators, and we are uh, predicting that, that's that going to be my next job as a futurist. <laughs> and we are predicting that the open concept is not dead. Not dead. Not dead, um, but uh, but be judicious in your decision making as you're thinking about what renovations look like in your home in the next few years, and yes. and be careful not to uh, to let the polarity of this recent time make you make more extreme decisions than you would otherwise make. Yep, fair I think enough. That's good advice. Here it is on renovation made right. Yes, I am Brenda Bryan, and I am David Bryan. And thanks for coming. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this week of renovation made right. We are ecstatic to partner with our friends over at Renify to deliver these podcasts to you. If you are looking to fund your renovation, head on over to Renify.com. That's R-E-N-O-F-I.com. Check them out. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes on our website, RenovationMadeRight.com, and follow us on social media at RenovationMadeRight. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you like the show, leave us a review.